You're in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, the Cincinnati Bagels. 22-18 winners over the New England Patriots. Dave, this game, uh, boy, first half, you thought the Bengals were going to run away with this one, but the New England Patriots fought, and the Bengals made mistakes, and as you said in your keys, New England has ways of scoring without their offense. Yeah, and uh, they ended up getting a, a pick six today, another defensive score. They have seven return scores on the season. Six of them are defensive scores, uh, three fumble recoveries, three pick sixes, and then they have a, a 84-yard punt return touchdown as well. Very opportunistic, obviously very well coached. Uh, never say die. They're not going to quit on quit on anything. And uh, you you go minus two in an NFL game. You lose 95% of the time. So it's a win that you, you know, it, you're not necessarily real proud of it, but a win's a win. You take it. Now you've got 11 wins. You're fighting for as high a seed as you possibly can. And the New England Patriots were fighting for their playoff lives. I mean, this football team, they weren't going to quit. And, um, you know, you go to New England on the road and uh, lose the turnover battle by a couple and still win a football game, that speaks volumes about what this football team's all about. Yeah, I think I saw it was first win for the Bengals in New England since 1986. But I think fans, the big question for them will be Collins, the injury status of, of Collins as far as all these injuries that have mounted up over the last several weeks. And here we go. Well, Collins goes down with a knee injury. Yeah, but I thought uh, I thought Akeem Adenogy played very well. I thought he did a good job. And I'm not saying that, you know, you, you don't you're in a situation where you want to lose LC, but if you do, uh, next man up, it's not just next man up, it's next man step up, and that's what's going on. The next guy, next man up is just, you know, he's stepping up and playing at a very, very accomplished level. I thought Adenogy passed protected very well. I mean, Joe Burrow threw the ball 52 times. They gave up two quarterback sacks. That's pretty damn good against the team that came into the game with 48 quarterback sacks on the season, third most in the National Football League, but too early to tell what the injury, the extent of the injury to LC. Hopefully, it's not uh, not that significant. Like you said, that you know won't won't keep him out for any extended period of time. Um, but they are starting to get guys back. They had guys uh, on the football field playing hurt today. That's the case in the National Football League, though, around the entire league. November and December football, and into January here shortly. It's uh, you're playing hurt, and um, the Bengals have their share of guys doing that for sure and, and, and Joe Burrow's now won 10 games in a row in the uh in the month of November and December I mean he's when the game's on the line in the, in the significant important months boy he steps up and plays at his best he really does Burrow 40 of 52 375 yards three touchdowns as you said two interceptions T Higgins 128 yards receiving Trenton Irwin 45 yards but two touchdowns for Trenton Irwin who comes up big anytime he's getting the call yeah, I mean, he had uh, three catches on the day for 45 yards and a couple of touchdowns, and, and he almost had a third. And I uh, talked to him in the postgame show, and, you know, he said that was great to get the two touchdowns, but I should have had the third. And he was lamenting the fact that he didn't make a play uh, to have a third touchdown reception. That would have changed the complexion of the game, you know, big time. And, and, and he said, I got things to clean up. We got things to clean up as a football team, but we'll take the victory. You know, it's not an easy feat. Like I said before, going to New England on the road against uh, the greatest, arguably the greatest coach that's ever coached in the National Football League and, and beating that football team. And he was changing things up, you know, defensively. There's no question about that, like he always does. 
Um, but the Bengals, they, they found a way to win the football game. 52 times they threw the football. They only ran it 24 for 73 yards. And at one point had a 22 nothing lead. And it was, uh, you know, 2-1, to one, finished the football game, run, throwing it uh, two times for every time you run the football. And they didn't run it very effectively, that's for sure. 73 yards, Joe Mixon had uh, 65 yards on 16 carries, but he busted one for 19 yards. You take that away uh, from the 73, I mean, you're talking about 20, 23 carries for, you know, 50-some-odd yards. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not getting it done. You know, you're, you're averaging a little over two yards a carry. You're going to have to be more efficient, more productive in that, uh, in that running game and not be so one-dimensional uh, once you get into the playoffs, you know, and uh, be more balanced offensively and, that's something to, to work on and look forward to uh, being able to execute at a higher level against uh, Buffalo and Baltimore down the stretch. And then once you get into that playoff run. Yeah. Fans sitting on the edge of their seat. Looks like the Bengals were going to fall as New England was getting ready. Looks like they're going to punch the ball into the end zone and, and take the lead. But DJ reader steps up, gets a stop. Von Bell comes in, punches the ball out and BJ Hill comes away with the fumble recovery. Huge play. Yeah, that, that was huge. I mean, that, that was obviously was massive. And then, uh, then defense had to go out there and hold them on four downs again. You know, they had to, uh, you know, New England was still trying to, trying to, uh, you know, make plays to, to get back into the football game. The big thing in the game though, is uh, both kickers struggled in this cold weather. You know, it was windy, but it wasn't, it wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't terrible, but boy, there were extra points missed field goals missed. I mean, you know, uh, the, the extra points, and from, from a kicking standpoint, the exchange um, with a four-point deficit was huge that the Patriots couldn't settle for a field goal. They had to go for a touchdown. You know, every time down the stretch, that makes a big, big difference. And um, if, uh, you know, if, if Money Mac had converted, it uh, would have been a, a much different dynamic. If their kickers had converted, it would have been a much different dynamic. And that, that phase of it was an interesting thing to, to follow today. It had a big, big bearing on the outcome of the football game down the stretch for sure yeah from my vantage point on the screen each kicker it seemed like that ball was going right through the uprights and all of a sudden it looks like a gust and they just went the opposite way and and was a miss so that was those were huge uh for both sides okay dave yeah got... they, were, they were pushing pushing kicks and then overcompensating and you know overcooking them and you know pulling them a little bit left it was uh right left but not down the middle it was crazy Big punt by Drew Chrisman there towards the end. Yeah, it was a it was a directional punt. Uh, he did a did a good job of uh, of pinning Jones, a very good receiver, toward the sideline, and Jones mishandled the punt and and, uh, and lost the football football out of bounds. But the the directional kick part of it was very very impressive. That's exactly what he wanted to do and executed it exactly the way that uh, that you know Darren Simmons wanted it executed. More hang time, eh, maybe. Uh, he had three punts, averaged over 43 yards per punt, uh, one inside the 20-yard line, no touchbacks. So, I mean, he doesn't have a touchback yet this year. It's, uh, he's, been, he's been incredible in that regard in terms of his pinning people inside the 20, inside the 10, even inside the 5 without committing any kind of a touchback. And so, yeah, that was, uh, that was big for him to step up at that time. And, and uh, again, it takes – all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams in a game like this. Everybody at some point in time has to step up and, uh, and make plays. But I thought it was very interesting. I mean, the Charles Dickens tale of two halves was just the opposite uh, of last week for the, 
for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they, they just absolutely struggled in the first half and then played their tails off in the second half against Tampa Bay. Just the opposite today. They were dynamite and for, for a good part of the first half and really struggled uh, in, the, in the second half. And then also for an individual player, the New England Patriots, the football gods said, uh, you know, Myers is going to make a big mistake and it's going to lead to a defensive score for the, uh, for the Raiders that's going to beat you at the gun. You're going to lose by a score. And then the same guy is going to come back and put himself in position to, to make a play on a tip ball. Myers catches the, uh, the pass and uh, scores a touchdown. So, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how, you know, from one week to the next in the National Football League, heroes can turn to goats, goats can turn to heroes. Players, can, you know, teams can have great halves one week and just the opposite the following week, which half is the good half, which half is the bad half. That's why every single game you just have to take on as its own entity, own set of matchups, and you want to go 1-0 and that week, and a win's a win. Take it however you can get it, and the Bengals walk out of uh, New England with a victory, and they find themselves 11-4. and That dog will hunt all day, every day. You're in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics. Dave was on the call for the Bengals' big win over the Patriots. Dave, as you said, seven wins in a row. Now you had a short week. You go into a long week because the Bengals' next game will be Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills. How does that help you get ready having that couple extra days? Well, they're going to have a couple of days off. You know, they're going to be off on Christmas Day now. And, um, you know, then they'll, they'll, uh, they'll be off on Monday. They'll get a work day in on Tuesday. They'll be off Wednesday. So now uh, with these injuries that we're talking about, none of them are IR situations. So, you know, you're just trying to get as many guys back as you possibly can. So it's a good time to have a long week in terms of uh, getting healthy. And uh, so that, that should be a help uh, for the Bengals. There's no, no two ways about that, no question about that. And, you know, now you're looking at teams that you're going to be playing in the playoffs. I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was playoff football-type uh, action today in New England. It's going to be playoff action uh, type game against Buffalo on Monday night. And then, I don't know, the Baltimore game may end up being a Sunday night game. Who knows about that? Baltimore wins again today. They don't have Lamar Jackson. My understanding is Lamar Jackson may have a bone bruise. And those things are no joke. And he fell flat flush on his knee. And if he has a bone bruise on his patella, I remember Richie Bram had a bone bruise on his leg. And that's one of the toughest guys I've ever seen. And he was out a good month plus fighting that bone bruise. So if that's true, if Lamar Jackson does have anything uh, similar to the bone bruise that I uh, witnessed with, uh, with, with Richie Brenham, uh, he, may, he may not be coming back for the this season. And, and uh, you know, maybe for the playoffs, I guess, for Baltimore. But that all may be, you know, smoke and hype and whatever anyway. Don't know for sure. All I know is that he didn't play this week once again. So, but you got to give the Baltimore Ravens credit. You know they they're two and one without him, and that's a uh, pretty darn good accomplishment by them. Dave, we know you need to get on that bus, get that plane back to Cincinnati to this cold weather. Have a safe trip home. Yeah, it's going from cold to colder. I can't believe Cincinnati's actually colder than it is here in uh, New England because man, it's uh, it's cold in Foxborough. I can tell you that, Dave. Heat waves coming to the southwest part of Ohio next week. I think I saw the weather report later for the coming week in the 50s, maybe up to 60. So it doesn't look like it's going to be around much longer. But uh, you're with Dave Lapham in the trenches, brought to you by First Star Logistics, talking about the Bengals. Big 22-18 win 
to move to 11-4 and four on the season. Dave, as always, we appreciate you taking the time after the game. All right, Dave. Have a great one, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and everybody out there. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.